0: What up everybody and welcome to Tales from the Short Box The once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics My name is Adam Sheehan and I'm here as I always am with the other voices on this show Sean Petit What's up everyone? Casey Crawford Hello And RJ Byte Heyo As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we're going to spoil them for you. So I'm going to give you some timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you may need to skip. You may, you might, may need to skip. (laughs) (laughs) Our top story today is The Good Asian by Porn Sack and Alexandra Tefengi.
1: Isn't there a colorist?
0: And Lee Lowridge. Yes, we did it. We got there.
2: Yeah. So what's (laughs) up? How y'all been? Some good alliteration in that. uh,
0: That is a good alliteration.
2: Yeah, we had Double P, double L. Anyway, sorry, really <laughs> stupid. Anyway, uh, yeah, great week. Let's do this. Uh, what's <laughs> great, up, <everybody>?
3: great week.
2: <laughs> uh, it's been a hectic week. Oh man, I, we good. are all in a mood today. My I feel like we uh, just
0: recorded this yesterday. Yeah, like
2: that's it. There's just we just hit the fast forward button and now we're just we unpaused real quick. I mean, I feel like this week has just
1: happened for an entire year. I feel like no, I have. You're having the opposite. I'm having the uh, opposite it, problem. Oh, my God
2: um time yeah i just feel like I've, I've had one of those weeks where every single day i just had something else to do that i just keep like after work or something and i was just like can i just can i just get one can i get one fucking day <laughs> where i could just like do nothing and just whether like just do nothing and choose to do nothing or choose to be something else i don't care i just want i just <laughs> See, want the
1: option you just want autonomy over your life oh my god just, i, I keep
0: i i keep starting to have those days and then realizing too far into them that i it's not one of those days you, that you did and that i do have something that i have to do <laughs> like the one day i had this week where i didn't have anything to going on was tuesday and I was just like chilling on the couch. just like, oh, man, I'm so glad I don't have anything to do. And then Rachel looks over at me. And she's like, don't you have to edit a show? I was like, God <laughs> damn it.
1: Oh, that thing I do
2: every t- single yeah, Tuesday. T-
0: Tuesdays sneak up on me. Every time. Every single time.
3: <laughs> That's oh fantastic. So if
0: you're listening to this at home, uh, I just finished editing. So... <laughs> Also um if I, we might have some new listeners uh, this week. we we got tagged in a couple of like, Follow chains. Oh yeah! So That's thanks awesome. to everyone on Twitter who keeps tagging us and, and yeah, blowing us up. Thank you
1: so much. That was uh, very cool. Looks
0: like we got some some new followers. Ho- hopefully, subdue listeners, welcome um, aboard. You know,
1: thanks for tuning in. Also, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah,
2: let's just, for uh, we'll everything. Get, we'll get that sorry. out. We'll get that out in advance. We now. apologize
0: in advance for gestures at everything around. <laughs> um, for just my general being, you know, wow,
2: <laughs>
4: what a what a boost of confidence this is. <laughs> just
2: kidding.
0: I'm,
4: I'm a fucking
2: delight. All right
1: i mean yeah y'all are wonderful i i'm not speaking for anyone else when i say i'm sorry this is just personally i know i am a lot (laughs) and and just you know that is usually how i describe you to people yeah and like don't don't judge these guys based (laughs) on my shit you know like that's all i can say these guys are great 10 out of 10. So, so if they're all 10 out of 10, that's like 75% of this podcast is awesome.
0: You're putting a lot on me here. Yeah. I don't I don't need this. I don't need this kind of expectation.
1: All right, 50% of this podcast is fucking awesome. It just
2: fluctuates <laughs> just who's awesome every week. We,
1: it's just, it's yeah, a we lot. all have crisis we got of got a lot love, going like, personalities.
2: On. We got a lot going on uh, right now, you know. It's, it's just a busy time.
0: So uh, welcome to the Neurodivergent Comic Book Hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I, um, also
1: known as the comic book hour. Have you met a neurotypical comic book reader besides Sean? I was
0: gonna like, say besides
1: Sean. Besides a <laughs>
0: few, actually.
1: <laughs> I have. I don't know any besides Sean, honestly. Uh, like well, even even like like my coworker at the downtown store. Like you would think that he's like very neurotypical because he's just like a super extrovert and just like super like. Can get along with anybody and then you get to know him and you're like oh he has peter pan syndrome and that dude's Mm -hmm. just never gonna grow up neither are any of us but
2: like i refuse
1: yeah yeah it's just like oh we all are have something there's there's something there that's broken but (laughs) i mean i
0: bought a boglin a couple weeks ago i (laughs) yeah i I, I I totally get it
1: (laughs) i mean like uh i i forgot to mention it on last week's episode but uh my boyfriend uh my incredible boyfriend got me a personal commission from martin Morazzo, the artist of uh ice cream men and it's it's the ice cream man with like thousands of maggots coming or not maggots um uh centipedes (laughs) millipedes (laughs) thousands of millipedes coming out of his mouth and it's it's my favorite thing in the entire world that's that's gotta mean i'm a broken person right like that's no you just i mean
0: a tiny bit Uh, also this is the third podcast this week that i've mentioned by boglin on so (laughs) (laughs) Are you,
2: <laughs> do you
0: really like it or are
2: you You've really regretting brand. the purchase Just,
0: uh, it's
2: awesome
1: you're not the only person on a podcast that I've been on that owns a bog one
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: so
0: well there, there's that Casey throwing
2: off fucking baseball facts <laughs> 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 the most obscure shit yeah, yo This other one person that I also talked with through a microphone
0: (laughs) has a fucking Boglin. He he has the same weird puppet that you have. Yeah,
1: shout out to Say You Love Satan. If you like 80s horror podcasts, go listen to them. They're good dudes. That seems like a very
2: specific... um, And Boglins. Very specific. (laughs) I I guess this just
0: means I have to start my own Boglin podcast.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, and I have people to join... <laughs> the Boglin oh, Pod. No. There you go. Done. We did it. Nailed it. What is happening? <laughs> you can have the the Cheddar Goblin Podlans. on as like a special guest.
0: <laughs> it's it's Dude, they, they make Cheddar Podlans. Goblin. You can you can buy Cheddar Goblin Blue Box Macaroni and Cheese. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And no one's bought it for me yet. I'm. Sh- I mean, I'm... I sent
0: you the meme a long ass time ago, but like, yeah, but yeah that's I thought a... it
1: was a meme. I didn't know it was a real thing. No, it's a real thing. Oh, whoa. I know what, I'm meeting for dinner sometime next week after it ships to my house. <laughs> it's yeah. like after shipping and handling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I also just need an actual cheddar goblin in my life. That's, that's what I need. Also, an LSD tiger would be pretty what tight. What is
4: a cheddar goblin? Is that like a Do? sugar daddy, but it's only a goblin that gives you macaroni and cheese?
1: Has no one seen Mandy?
0: Yeah, you guys are dropping the ball.
1: Jesus fucking Christ. I, I thought RJ would have at least seen Mandy. I've I, seen I, it.
4: I just oh. don't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit!
2: Does a cheddar goblin provide me cheddar?
1: <laughs> it's literally just a commercial in Mandy for like blue box mac and cheese, and the the mascot is a cheddar goblin. Oh,
0: and, and it's called Cheddar Goblin instead
2: of Cheese Rex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. Got it. Yeah,
1: and it's just just Nicholas Cage and Tidy Whitey's chugging a bottle of vodka, crying and screaming and watching a commercial for Cheddar Goblin. That's all you need in your life. Dude, that really. seed
0: would he's... Anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And this is where we just go beat for beat every moment in Mandy. Now this now is the Mandy
0: cast. My my, my, <laughs> my my first thought having like experienced the end credits of Mandy was I really am glad I'm not the poor police officer who has to write up the incident report of what just <laughs> happened.
1: Uh, so there were some PCP demons and uh an LSD tiger and uh, a Celtic frost axe for some reason. So uh, this
0: guy with the knife erection clearly did way too much coke. Died.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the knife erection. <laughs> there, there's a sentence. That yeah, that's you don't hear I, very that's often. the
1: follow up movie that needs to be like a like the Thunder Road um like universe where just the it's the cop from Thunder Road. Like writing up that report
2: of just like, ah, oh, uh,
1: I, do-
3: I, I thought
0: over the follow my up was going to be called Knife Erection. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> well?
1: Yeah. I don't want to see that movie.
0: So, comic books.
1: Hey, comics. Thank oh, God. man. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So, we have to talk about Batman, you guys. We have to uh, talk about Batman. Do we have to? We have to talk Is about there, like, Batman. like a
2: character in this book that you like really uh, were drawn oh, to in my some God. way? Oh,
1: God. So, it. it, it <laughs> Leading up to me reading Batman, RJ and Brian had both already read it, and they both were just like, Casey, I can't wait for you to read Batman. I really can't <laughs> wait for you to read Batman. And I'm like, is it because Miracle Molly has a striking resemblance to some of my ethos? And they're like, why, yes, it is. So uh, Batman 108 by James Stein and the Fourth, Jorge Jimenez, and Tomeo Mori. Uh, is the introduction of the unsane collective and like the first like now we're like in it we know what the hell it is and in the unsane collective is miracle molly uh, in the last issue you'll remember that um it oh ended with God. batman going undercover as a total chode uh, total to try and join <laughs> to try and join the unsane collective <laughs> So, he shows up, and they're like, uh, this guy is built like a fucking linebacker. He's obviously a cop.
2: Like- yeah, in the fucking mustache. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Miracle Molly is just like, hey, dude, you look like a total chode. If you want to be in disguise, here's a mask. Uh, you lose the stupid mustache. So, she's not falling for it for a fucking second, which is awesome. Um, And... Basically, she's like, yo, like, why are you here? You're obviously not who you say you are. What do you want? And he's like, I just kind of want to know what you guys are about. And she's like, good, awesome, come with me. Like, that's all you had to say, which is awesome. Um, and then they
0: got on a goblin glider.
4: <laughs> yeah, they do. It's a, it's a giant drone. Like, it's so good. Uh, and he's just wearing this dumb head mask like that. Yeah, scene in uh, Nolan's Batman where he puts on the suit and still has the bat mask on to jump into the (laughs) hospital window. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's literally just like you know, like,
1: like honestly, just take this. uh, You don't have to pretend to be somebody that you're not. And she puts and he puts it on that way. And she's like, "All right, good job, very Zorro of you." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Um. So yeah, she takes him in a goblin glider and they go across Gotham and and they go to all of like the different um like safe houses that they have and they're all hidden inside of half-built skyscrapers that like wayne and like wayne tech was like rebuilding gotham when he lost all of his money so there's just these half-built skyscrapers that are like perfect like squatting grounds and they kind of stay nomadic and mobile so that no one ever finds them and uh she starts to just kind of like go about her day and like is showing batman around and it's super cool because, like, we find out that she's kind of the, one of the people, like, doing all the, like, tech upgrades. She just happens to be super good at it. And we found out that she had her memory wiped. That's, like, all the people in the Unseen Collective have their memory wiped. And so, they, they just are brand new people. Like, and no interest in finding out who they were. It's just this, like, new reality that they've just, like, been thrown into on their own, like, consensually, really. Because they, they go to join the Unseen Collective, you know? Um, and then, there's just a couple lines in this book that really just, like, spoke to my my kindred soul. Like, at one point, uh, Batman's like, so, first your boss wipes me- all of your memories, and then you build them dangerous experimental technology to help them rob people. And she's like, not people. He's like, you don't think the rich are people? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, also...
0: Also do- doesn't isn't that kind of exactly what he was doing as Batman?
1: 100%. <laughs> Except he wasn't robbing from the rich. He was just rich. Yeah, he right.
2: it was his money. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so like these people don't have the means to do it themselves so they take from people that do and aren't doing it. So you know, they're seizing the means of fixing Gotham, basically. Uh, yeah, she says, uh, I think some people, some of them have given up the right to be called people. They see how messed up everything has become, and instead of working to make it better for everyone, they only try to make it better for themselves. So, like, you know, uh, eat the rich, uh, number one. Number two, uh, she, she just, yeah, she says, uh, seeing, seeing people work themselves to death, playing a system that does nothing for them, a cold unfeeling system that was designed decades ago and has been falling apart for longer than any of them have been alive. After my own fucking heart, this woman. Honestly, I want to petition for like a goth variant of Miracle Molly, and I can just become her. Like, yeah, but she you got to just...
0: learn about computers, Casey.
1: That's true. Mm. I don't want to do computers, <laughs> but... You got to does just...
0: machines.
2: <laughs> God,
1: just, I don't want to. will just machines.
0: wipe your memory and give
2: you one that has ones that's good with computers, and you'll be fine.
1: Honestly, there you
2: go. You'll I'm be. S- you'll be.
4: Fucking this is set. the
1: gay space communism, the fully automated gay space communism that I've been wanting.
4: <laughs> Miracle Molly's just Casey been by a radioactive jazzercise video.
0: <laughs> 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 there it is yeah
1: the first the first people the first rich people that she stole from owned a fucking lululemon and she she stole all their fucking she hasn't looked back (laughs) since (laughs) like uh, (laughs) yoga pants uh i love it her design is so good i i i've said to a couple people rj included that i'm not a fan of her outfit and the overwhelming response is what the fuck is wrong with you that's the best part and i'm like you know what? You're right. The outfit's great. It's the color scheme that's just like not vibing with me. So if there's like a like a black and gray variant or like a blue variant, I'd be down with this. But like pink and green are just like not my thing. That's like my only complaint with her entire character. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a little too Green Goblin. I, I she's got the goblin. glider. She's got the pink and green <laughs> <laughs> color scheme happening.
2: Uh, but otherwise she's just a fucking treasure and like like the second bruce wayne walked in the door she was like or he's like i know who you are (laughs) can you fucking figure it out because like she's like yeah of course i knew you're rich of course i do this of course i knew you were fucking batman yeah yeah like like, it's ridiculous it's
1: fucking like i love the fact that this character's like she this isn't her first appearance but this is her like true introduction and in a single issue she puts Batman in the fucking backseat of his own fucking comic. Like, he okay. is, he is a, an observer to this issue, and she has full control over the situation and tells him what the fuck is up, and is, like, just totally honest with them. Like, this is technically, I guess, villains, but, like, it's this moral gray area where, like, yeah, are they doing anything bad? Technically, theft
0: is illegal. They're more mm-hmm. in the anti-hero But, realm. like, what
1: they're honestly doing
0: yeah, is it's, good. It's a tank girl vibe
1: it is it's a yeah. very tank Girl vibe and and yeah like she at one point she just like mike drops on him like yeah what's up batman and he's yeah, like you I knew i love that he
4: gets tim Drake again
1: yeah. yeah it's like you knew she's like of course i knew you got on that glider with me and didn't flinch also I it h- be anyone else the shadow spoken.
0: behind him has bad ears yeah the yeah, on it's on really so cool. good
1: i love that um yeah and then uh you know while all of, while she's just like giving him the business uh the whole time. There's a subplot of um we see the creation of Peacekeeper One from Future State, And I think one of you guys predicted that this was the guy uh that turns into Peacekeeper One. Um it's the the lone surviving guard of A Day.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and yeah. he's like he uh, he needs to get like all these like prosthetics from um
3: Simon I forget the guy's Saint.
1: yeah Simon Saint. So yeah, so Simon Saint is working with the magistrate and the magistrate's like, yo, you wanna be you want to be my, my main dude? And he's like, hell yeah, I do. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's just like me fully the, yeah, gung-ho, yeah. fascist, you know, breaking skulls cop. So, cool. Cool. That's that's cool. Well, it looks um, real
2: painful, though. So Yeah, it sucks. looks
1: super. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be very good on his psyche and have no adverse effects whatsoever.
2: Well, it's him and the fucking Scarecrow doing this, so I don't think they really give a fuck. The <laughs> well, you know? Scarecrow is like, <laughs> creepy Watching. as fuck. Yeah, he's yeah. just lurking in the I- background. Barbara Gore, uh, like f- yeah. finally, like Conda's like, "The fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> where'd you come from? Why Matt? are you just watching?" <laughs> also, he's
1: alive. That's the first that like confirmation that he's not dead because everyone thought yeah, he died I mean, in them.
4: Yeah, for-
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people than Batman in his fever dream have seen him at this point. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's in the future. That's him, like, being interrogated Well, by that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Up
2: until now, no one else has really seen or interacted with him. He's just... Yeah. Could, he could have, like... It could have all been, been some Scarecrow fever dream nonsense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I'm really excited to see more Unsane Collective. I think, uh, like, RJ and I were talking about it off mic for a while, where it's just like, yo, this is, like, such a cool sandbox that Tynan has created for himself because it, like by creating his own characters and his own, like, plot threads that aren't, like, tied to 80 years of Batman lore, he can really explore the, like, moral complexities of, like, what we would call vigilantism or what we would call, you know, like, ethics in comics and, like, you know, like, yeah, like, not everything is good and bad. It's not just punching bad guys. Like, there's a lot of You know, wiggle room and like, yeah, like what happens when a person consensually agrees to have their mind wiped and then they become a different person? Like, what are the ethics of that? Because, like, Batman obviously thinks this is fucked up, but like, if they're all cool with it, there's no crime. Does that also make it a cult? Because, you know, they have their mind wiped and they go straight into this society. Like, they didn't really have a choice at that point because it's, like, all they've ever known. So, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. But so far, I am 100% down with Miracle Molly. She's my girl. I'm in love with her. <laughs>
4: well. <laughs> well, there's just a cool cyberpunk community hanging out in the middle of Gotham. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And just, you know, taking from the rich and, <laughs> and uh, fixing everything because no one
2: else will. Trying to, at least. Yeah. All Bruce. Someone stole all Bruce Wayne's money, so they can't take that. You know, <laughs> you take dicks. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I guess that's me. Yeah. Wow, I'm going early on the roster this week. So we yeah, got Swamp Thing number three, swamp. by Romby, Mike Perkins, and Mike Spicer. Um, Swampy. We go to the green, everybody. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Finally,
2: so I like, I think I th- described this. RJ, we're talking about it. It's like, uh, I described it as the book where the plot starts to make sense. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, I'm, y'all kept saying that, but I think the I first was two fo- issues, I was followed,
2: but we've really now gotten to what this book's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, now,
1: now it's like the shit is happening. I mean, so, the
4: first two is just yeah. way more abstract, and yes, him turning into Swamp Man, Swamp Man, love Man
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, at this point, uh, we have our main character, Levi, getting a CAT scan to figure out what the hell MRI thing going on, figure out what's going on with his brain. They have a really cool, like, splash panel, like, showing the MRI machines, but then it slowly, like, starts interspersing with, like, flowers and life and, like, a like a seed, and then it starts kind of sprouting, and then all of a sudden it's like, what is going on? He's, he's got plants in the brain. Yeah, and he kind of, all of these... The whole room gets filled up with plants, and uh, the person that was running it comes in and is like, What? And then she gets all spored up, and then they get transported to the green.
1: Spored, spored, up. Up. <laughs>
2: spored um, up? So he's kind of getting the hang of being Swamp Thing again, but once he hasn't really been to like the green yet, and I don't think we have really. Uh, and we run into some version of Ivy. Um, some versions versions Ivy. of Ivy well, well they make a point not to say uh, poison Ivy which I thought was interesting too there's like nope no poison
4: just Ivy it's let's go like come on guys after effect of <laughs> Heroes in Crisis right where there's like more than one and it seems yeah that's like different parts know.
2: of their personality because this one seems more of like more timid at anything afraid of someone that's watching because we but, don't really yeah. know where
4: the 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 whole poison Ivy is in the real world right yeah,
1: so, it it definitely seems very like the angel and the devil on on Pamela's shoulders. Like it like this yeah, isn't yeah. quite fully her in either
2: respect, but it's like pieces of her. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So Swamp Thing and uh, this woman Jennifer are stuck in the green now, and he's trying to find her. So I was like, "Oh, I'll help." And then it cuts to these huge pages of these just green creatures. This looks like a King Kong with tusks, but he's also just a mountain. <laughs> like it's pretty cool looking um, <clears throat> But then She's like trying to figure out what's going on And then she gets rescued by Woodrow or Woodrow whatever Oh man that can't end well Yeah classic Swamp Thing <laughs> villain So that's not going to be good for anybody ironic, involved man. Yeah Um. And then we meet Like a Queen Ivy who's more of a She's more of the uh, dom- uh, Domineering type She's so,
1: the head bitch in charge Yeah telling <laughs> Swamp Ivy Thing Pride. what's up
2: <laughs> basically saying like i'm gonna help you find her if you shouldn't have brought her to the green you're, you're swamp thing you should be able to help her out not whatever go figure it out yourself um and then kind of eventually kind of attacks her they kind of he figures out attacks back and kind of figures out what he is Like kind of sees something come through and then someone kind of comes through the green to him and it's uh alec holland so, he's just chilling in there, apparently. And now he's going to help this guy figure out how to be Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, if, if you ever had a teacher to teach you how to be Swamp Thing, I would hope it would be fucking Alec Holland.
2: Yeah, he's like the one guy you want. Like, he's, <laughs> he definitely figured out how to be Swamp Thing.
3: <laughs> well, it's interesting
4: because, you know, the green has this whole hierarchy and, of, like, Parliament of Trees and the Avatar, but we right. haven't seen any of that this series. So, we'll finally figure out what happened.
2: Yeah, so maybe something happened to that where, like, the av- yeah, and he's going to kind of help. Yeah, maybe I wonder he's if part it's, of the Parable in the trees or something. I, I wonder if it's,
1: like, directly related to Rom's story in Justice League Dark where um, Swamp Thing, like, sacrificed himself to kill the upside down man. Where he, like, fucking exploded in that, and like, in the a garden. Yeah, in, in the upside down realm. Yeah, maybe
2: um, the avatar at that point had changed to somebody it's else. It's just like
4: a Green Lantern ring. Green Lantern died, and it's like, you've been selected.
2: Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Or like it had Except something to do, it's like moss, it...
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like it shattered the hierarchy, or, and it has to be like rebuilt or something. Well, the like, Parliament
4: some... of Trees had died previously, and then it was the Parliament of Flowers. But I don't know if that was—I don't know if the Parliament of Trees came back or not.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, maybe this is like it regrowing. That would make sense. I
4: just—I want to know <laughs> what led Levy to being the Avatar. Was he just like bought like a plant? And they're like, uh, well, I'm he, not that keeps, into plants. He keeps talking he keeps about they went to do some ceremony when he
2: was the when he yeah, went to he, India. he went to
1: he went to India to like his hometown to like
2: visit his brother bring,
1: uh, to visit his brother, but he was also like on a fact finding mission for some like corporation. Mm-hmm. Um so like clearly it's another like version of Alec Holland where like the evil corporation is do is fucking around with yeah. some kind of nature something and yep. yeah and then oh, they all, might have been messing around with loose. the
2: contagion that they're talking about at the end here that's infecting the green so maybe he was on the other side of it
1: that is yeah maybe that yeah that's yeah it's, it's a cool mystery to not really know why yeah. levi is like wrapped up in all this yeah that's it's a cool way to like introduce an avatar
2: yeah i don't think it'll be cool just to have just alec holland back as a general character but not necessarily as swamp thing yeah so or like
1: maybe they can like take turns.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, the, well, like he, I need a break
1: yeah. from being Swamp Thing. You you
2: go to that. Yeah, or maybe he's part. I of need a hierarchy. break. Like he could be part of oh, the Parliament niece. of trees now that he's not the <laughs> avatar anymore. Maybe. Yeah. Huh? I don't know.
4: That's what's great. It's pretty great. I'm I'm really I'm enjoying this one. Yeah. All right. So I have Marauders Twenty by Jerry Duggan Stefano Caselli. Edgar Delgado and Chris Sotomayor. Uh was I'm on a boat. So good. This was so good. fantastic. Maybe one of my favorite issues of the whole run. Same. Um, so we open up with one of my favorite parts which is this data page that is an uh, email that Emma sent to Kate oh, explaining so her brooch that we saw that's part of her um, Hellfire Gala design. And It's an X, it's a diamond X with a bullet in the middle, and, um, Emma was, like, explaining that, you know, uh, Jumbo was, she was, like, letting Jumbo do the whole design thing, but then saved a space for, for Emma's input, um, and she starts talking about the diamond and how, uh... Um, I, she says, "I expect the gala may be overwhelming for some, but not for you. However, you find yourself on your heels. Just recall, everyone at the gala, and indeed, everyone you will ever meet on this planet, owes you their very life. And that it's so great because people, you know, were.
1: Oh, you, you, you forgot the the best line though. You're too polite to bring it up in conversation, but that's what jewelry is for. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so
4: yeah, the the bullet in the middle is uh." Referencing um, Kate's sacrifice that she made, where she phased a space bullet through <laughs> yeah. Earth to protect the whole planet, um, and it's also one of the moments where Emma and Kate, like their uh, relationship, finally began to take a turn towards uh, becoming friends. It's one of their biggest moments and one of like Emma's like uh, things that she. You know, finally became proud of, of Kate and you know, that's just like a the pivot turn in their relationship. Um so it's so great. She's you might also- even say
1: that Emma had pride in her.
3: Stop that.
4: Get out. She says that though. She does say that in the book. <laughs> I know. Uh and this, this I love the PS too. It's like if you decide to sell it to an urchin, please don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just like that she calls uh, people urchins. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so then we get to the, the issue, and this whole book is um, Storm's last uh like night with the Marauders because she's going to go leave as we've found out. In the Callisto issue, she's got a mission that she wants to go on solo that we don't know what it is, and I assume it, it's going to be a huge deal and that more will be revealed later. Um, so this issue is framed as everyone sitting around at a dinner table on a ship, uh, recalling their stories about Storm, um, and then also guessing how many knives she has on her, <laughs> which is just a fantastic bit. Uh, through the whole book,
0: uh, my yeah. v- my first question about this issue is: we first see this boat in like really troubling waters, like real choppy, wavy. And then the, and then it cuts to inside the boat. They're sitting at a table with, like, candlesticks and, <laughs> and tableware. I'm like, that stuff would be all over the floor.
1: Yeah, there's books on a bookshelf behind them. It, <laughs> it, unless
0: Emma's, like, just holding everything in place. Or no, Emma doesn't have telekinesis. No. Never mind. Is anyone on that boat telekines- telekinetic? Uh,
4: I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Well, then
0: I guess all the tableware is attached to the table. Yeah,
4: it's just it's just bolted down. It's just all Velcro. Anyway. It's all Velcro. Well, you know, Lockheed is, flying, is steering the ship, so. She's <laughs> doing a real good job. There's even a moment where Kate, like, bangs up and is like, Lockheed, don't move because Emma's getting seasick, like, through the whole issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: she's like, hold her steady, boy. Just knocking on the fucking ceiling. <laughs>
4: So Pyro, like, talks about how they're, like, one of their most recent last missions was, um, uh, Storm going down to get this, uh, mutant that was, like, being used as a slave by this shipyard to, like, cut ships in half? I don't... Well, know.
1: breaking down ships in general in real life is, like, one of the most dangerous and difficult jobs you could ever do. Um, and they, they said that she does the job of, like, 12 yeah. men.
2: Yeah, uh, she could cut it all in half in literally 30 seconds. I like how she
0: <laughs> says which of us doesn't. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Storm's <laughs> just like,
1: yeah. Get which the- could which could be she's saying as mutants, or she could be saying as
4: women. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> like, read yeah. it both ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. And then, uh, yeah, so they get this uh, mutant called Lash and uh, then Bishop goes well I've seen storm cut Fools but she got me out of a jam in Angola earlier this year and she's like I've never been to Angola with you and it's like that's not what the Angolans thought and he, tells <laughs> he this, just used a really bad storm to his advantage he told yeah. the story of when he was like facing down these armed men and uh, there was raining and he's like I don't know my My friend Storm might have something to say about that. I wouldn't want to piss her off if I were you. And it's like, well, you know, we have the advantage in in numbers. And and then there's like thunder. (laughs) 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 Uh, And he just faked them out. It's so great. Yeah,
0: they're just like, just give them whatever they want. (laughs)
1: Oh man, and then yeah, the, the Bobby telling the story about <laughs> the Storm just beating the shit out of hate manga. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> But he's that like yes, I love Storm's diplomacy skills and she just talks about how like diplomatic she's she uh settled the mission as it's just her beating the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah
1: no, he yeah, he's like, ah oh, yes, it's uh, it was she never had to uh uh use a bolt of lightning or flash a blade. She heard his ideas and he heard hers, and it's just her, just like yeah, of <laughs> him, just bowing
4: him in the fucking spot.
0: And then like, someone oh, dropped yeah. a pun. Was it was it Kate that called him like a sheethead? No, it was Callisto. It or was. Ca-
4: a, I don't know what happened to that sheety person or whatever. <laughs> sheety person. Sheety man.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but Bobby goes, mutants don't die anymore, but you man these bad ideas do, and I was like, damn, yeah, brutal. <laughs> uh, and then Callisto's like. As for my favorite Storm story, well, I got a lot of good ones, which is great, because it's just, their relationship is so iconic through all of Claremont's X-Men, of yeah. Storm taking the uh, uh, leader position of the Morlocks from her in a knife fight without her powers. It's like, one of the best Claremont stories of all time. Um, but then Callista goes, but only one that matters, and it's uh, Storm helping her through the crucible. and. Helping her get her powers back. And it's adorable. It is. It's so sweet. <laughs> um, so then uh, Kate goes to Emma. It's like, I couldn't fathom a guess about how many knives Storm has without intruding into her mind with my gift. And as I learned a long time ago, that would not be in anyone's best interest. A lesson I learned the hard way many years ago. A physical rebuke from Storm has a lasting effect not just on the body, but also on the mind. The kind of exchange that makes you question a great many things about the life you lead. And even if you might not And even if you might not deserve it, she still offers your hand to raise you up. And it's like narration over Storm beating up Emma and then (laughs) uh, giving her her hand. And it's such a great moment because that's another relationship that uh, is fantastic and is deserving of more health and growth.
1: Yeah, it's very, very complex and nuanced and I
4: love it. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, yeah, Emma goes. So as far as the number of knives Storm has secreted away, it's irrelevant in the end. She doesn't need any of them.
0: That's so uh, that th- I think that was my favorite part of the whole issue. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Emma has
4: so many good lines in this,
0: <laughs>
4: and she like leaves, um, uh, and is like, you know, struggling to walk because of being on sea, and is like, I uh, see suggest you, uh, I'm wobbling to bed and suggest you do the same, because tomorrow we change the world. Um. Oh, and then Kate gives her story, where it's, like, I've seen Storm beat up, like, a numerous amount of people, but the best stories are when I'm crying. (laughs) Uh, And it's, uh, Kate, like, going through the portal, but, like, failing and, like, breaking her nose. And then... (laughs) Uh, Storm's like fixing her nose, and he's like, "Well, if you don't, if you're not satisfied with my job, I bet Emma knows a good plastic surgeon." I was like, "Damn!"
0: <laughs> yeah, she just grabs her nose and just like rocks it back into place.
4: Oh. been the there, girl. And it's all bad time. That's like one of those things that I, it's just like I can feel it. Yeah. All
1: mm-hmm. oh, that crunch. It's a bad crunch. But if you don't, then you do need a plastic surgeon. So you just got to fucking
0: power through. (laughs) And a a broken nose is one of those things. uh, It doesn't matter who you are. You're crying if you break your nose.
1: (laughs)
4: Oh, for sure. Yeah. So then we get to the the knives and uh, Storm starts pulling them all out and putting them on the table. (laughs) It's so great. There's eight yeah. knives. And then they're
1: like, but yeah, then, then they are like, that's not even it, is it? And she's like, of course not. So
4: <laughs> they're, they're, she pulls out eight knives, and I don't know if it was anything intentional or not, but if you add Shaw and you add Callisto, there's eight marauders.
0: Oh. oh. Hmm.
4: Neat. Um, which I, I was, was really, th- I, I was cool.
0: with Bobby with ten, the ten, uh, <laughs> ten of swords.
4: I'm like, yeah, Pyro goes three, and she goes, Pyro. <laughs> yeah. Come,
0: <laughs> Come on.
1: Give me a fucking...
0: Yeah, like how they did a uh, Price is Right rules.
4: <laughs> like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Whoever gets closest without, without going, going
4: over. over. <laughs> and Emma, Emma, Emma cuddles Lockheed, and it's adorable. She goes outside, <laughs> um, and she meets with Shaw, and uh, Shaw has this... Uh, kind of discussion about um, how he misses his lover partner. I don't know what she was. Uh, Lord <laughs> Chantel, um, who we know from uh Future Solicits in X ex- in uh, Marauders Twenty Two is going to come back. Uh, well, she's at least on the cover. Um, and this is a character that. In the 80s, Claremont did a series of books that was his old Uncanny run, but redone with continuity changes and then backups. And Lord is from Classic X-Men number seven, uh, and the ba- she's the backup of Classic X-Men number seven. So she's only been in that one backup story and <laughs> nothing else because she dies Which- in that issue.
1: When when RJ and I were talking about this on Wednesday, I was like, who the fuck are they talking about? And then he explained that, and I'm like, oh, okay, so I, I don't feel insane for not knowing who the fuck they're talking about. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> See, when you're
0: insecure with your X-Men knowledge as I am, you just go, I'm sure that's somebody I've heard of. And then you just keep going.
4: <laughs> or in this case, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, It's Shaw, uh, so Shaw wants her back, and Emma, um, is like, well, it's a shame that, you know, we can't resurrect anyone from before Cerebro, and Shaw's like, I have an idea, and I hope that you'll support it at the Hellfire Gala. So he's got some plan, and I kind of just want Emma to to break his nose, but (laughs) we'll, we'll see what happens. Might be more beneficial. Uh. Maybe he has a way to get more people back than just Lord, but... Yeah. Could be, have some crazy play going this,
2: on, or maybe he's doing some weird shit with Sinister.
4: Yeah. This issue rocked. I love, uh, like, bottle stories, and the fact that it was framed just as kind of, like, a flashback Greatest Hits issue was so cool and so well done. Um, yeah, it's- I also
1: like that, like even though it is a flashback greatest hits, a lot of those were like modern stories too, like well, ones we the haven't seen. Is-
4: so yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: but like the first issue of Marauders where Kate like breaks her nose. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Here's, here's this little nice moment with Storm that we didn't. Yeah, get to see. I thought it's
0: that like- was cool that none of the stories that they told were stories outside of like the Marauders storyline.
4: Yeah, it was also just funny because. Uh, that whole Kate your Nose thing, everyone was like theorizing that she's not a mutant and then Kate goes, What if I'm not a mutant? Storm goes, Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 Just like shutting down the internet.
0: Well, I, I think she said something along the lines of like, Well, that would be so silly considering how <laughs> how much you've done in the name of mutant. How much freedom. mutant like, pride you exude. Yeah, how much yeah. mutant pride you have.
4: Uh but yeah, no, it was it was super heartwarming and there were a lot of moments. I mean the, this was a lot of Emma uh, moments that I've been waiting for, and um, Storm is also just a fantastic character. So I'm glad to see the like her get send off. That is probably going to be an issue that I'll revisit just in itself because it's so good. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm very excited to see where she's going too. This has been a yeah. It's very going to
4: be interesting. Uh, yeah. It's going to be sad to not. I guess if she I mean if she leaves, leaves. It's going to be sad to not have her on Kokoa, but. I'm sure it'll be interesting to see where she goes.
3: Yeah. All
0: right. Well, speaking of, (laughs) Um, where's the segue
3: for this? There
0: isn't one. This is a very dark thing. (laughs) We're gonna a very dark path. We're about to go down. So this is uh, fear case number four by Matt Kent, Tyler Jenkins, and Hillary Jenkins. Um, this is some scary fucking shit. Yeah, man. So, this is the last issue of this four issue series, right? This is the yeah. last one. Mm-hmm. Four is an odd was... number for a mini series for me. I feel like anything less than five. Too many. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, to catch y'all up, there's this cursed case. It's like a, a briefcase that whoever is in possession of it has to either give it to the person they hate the most, or it will automatically go to the person they love the most. And if they don't really awful things happen and you're not supposed to open it and look inside. Like that's the number one rule, but the, yeah, Adam. So- So there are these these two Feds, or these two Secret Service agents, that are on the case to find this case, (laughs) and it's like the oldest Secret Service case. Like they keep rotating people out because if you're on the case too long, you kind of lose your brain. Yeah. Well, in this issue, one of these two guys gets his hands on it and then goes missing. So it's his partner trying to figure out where he is, and it turns out he just kind of. Fucked off into the middle of the desert, <laughs> and then just uh, opened it. Yeah, he sure
2: did.
3: And then and shot it, himself. And then he shot.
2: Reportedly, himself yeah, yeah,
3: yeah,
4: allegedly. What if it's so, like one of those useless boxes that like turns itself back off, but it's like a gun and just like, oh, it's just you, you
0: flick the switch and a hand comes off, comes out and flicks yeah, it back. But yeah. it's just a gun that shoots you
4: and then closes itself.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it, we kind of keep cutting back and forth between what happened with his partner and then him uh, interviewing the last person who saw him. And then um, he goes back out to his car only to discover that the case is in his car because Oof. apparently he's the one that his partner loved the most.
4: It's so he's sweet.
0: Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he loved
1: me also. Fucking yeah, back. right. That's, a, that's yeah.
0: a horrible way to find out someone loved you that much. <laughs> And then the crazy thing is, the rest of the agency already knew about this, so they were just like waiting at his house for him. Yeah, and they just confiscated the case. They're like, "Well, thanks, job well done. We can take it from here." And they- Which
1: probably means that they could have taken it at other moments. Like that, I I got the vibe that like they were manipulating it. They were manipulating different agents in a way to like observe. Its effects on people first before they actually took the case. Yeah. Mm. And it, like they could have taken it sooner, but they're like, we're going to see what it does. So, like, yeah, keep fucking exactly. around. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the vibe I got. But they just like, took Fuck
0: it Fuck and they you. were like, well, thanks. And they put him into an ambulance and were like, I hope you feel better, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was like, the whole time, he's like, uh, all right,
2: normally it's, give, it's given or it kind of just goes that is the thing. It's like, what happens when someone just takes it? Yeah. What? Yeah.
1: What happens when it's stolen? Yeah
0: so so then we we get to there's like this lab and they have a robot arm that like opens up the case and then just there's this great splash page of just like horrors just (laughs) fucking horrors there's some good stuff that made this list (laughs) yeah there's some yeah
1: did i did i write this
2: list (laughs) yeah we we have some we have some we have some nazis
0: um and then, yeah.
1: uh, past and present not yeah. and,
0: and then the Nazis. next page is just everyone in the room post-killing themselves,
2: uh, Like, yeah. in horrifically gruesome ways. Yeah. S- like, like there's of, guts. Like, guts, and guts are stuff. hanging out. Like there's guts and stuff. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're and All they're right. in this like this underground mountain bunker too. <laughs> like, yeah. Now there's just a bunch of dead
3: bodies. In. <laughs> oh, <okay.
1: laughs> yeah dude this fucking splash page it's i just gotta awesome. i gotta recall and it's for for the listener if you haven't read it there's world war one trenches there's uh african-american lynchings there's hitler uh, sig heiling donald trump there's a, a a ship which just appears to be like i don't know christopher columbus i'm assuming it looks like a colonial ship uh someone in the electric chair and a witch being burned at the stake <laughs> Just like Jesus.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Horrors. If I
1: had to come up with a list of the worst things. Those are the worst things. Horrors. Good lord. Ugh. Yeah. 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 And then they all die. Real bad. Real bad deaths.
0: <laughs> so the, the this the ending of this book is kind of amazing. So like we were talking yeah. in previous. I think we've talked about every issue of this, and how this guy's plan. Like when they were chatting about it, like all right, well, who's the person you hate the most? And he was like, I know what I would do. I would drive i would just travel the world and find the worst person in it (laughs) and give him the case (laughs) and and that's what that's kind of how it ends because he's like you know they just took it from me and did whatever with it and you know that's on them but if they had just left it with me I would have done what I well, said I was going to do.
1: They also, so he puts his like stuff in his trunk like because he basically had to quit because they're like, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, it looks like he broke. like He lost his fucking mind. So he's carrying out his, his belongings from his office and he puts it in his trunk and there is a briefcase in his trunk.
0: Oh, I so, missed that entirely.
1: Yeah, so is it, if somebody steals it, does it just revert back to the last person that had it? or is it a red herring and that's just a different briefcase in his trunk? Yeah, yeah
4: because know. he's talking Or is talking he in charge of delivering over the briefcase? Yeah, who knows? Is he a man in black?
1: <laughs> no, no I, he's wearing I think, a
0: brown I think, suit um.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I think I think it reverted back to him but uh, it's left in a very good open-ended way yeah, yeah it's just him
0: right. driving you, off into the sunset
1: also th- you can interpret it as he's out or you can interpret it as he has it and he's or, gonna go find yeah. the
0: worst motherfucker on this planet and give it to him or the
1: uh- I spoiler alert he was on the last page
0: oh stop it
1: <laughs> come on no yeah no there's much worse people than him
4: the The ending bubble is case closed, and I'm like, eh, "It's a good pun." <laughs> that case is not that close, though. Yeah.
2: Well, for now, it'll open again. And yeah, then it'll and close then it'll close, and then yeah. it'll open it. Yeah, it'll be a whole thing.
0: But all along, I kept saying the first thing I would do if someone gave me this case was open it, and <laughs> turns oh, yeah. out I would then probably bring my inside. Does out. kill the cat? You
2: just, yeah, you just <laughs> see the horrors of humanity all at once, and you just gouge your eyeballs
0: out. No, it's the cat who killed the cat. It's the curiosity that led him to do it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> curiosity so, yeah. rover uh, with a
0: gun. That's, that's the good, real though. bummer book of this week. Oh, well, I mean, very, very there's serious. one of the real bummer books of this week. There's
2: Yeah, we're good at picking those out.
1: Yeah, we're going to have more bummers later. <laughs> more
0: bum- there's always more bummers. <laughs> there's always <laughs> there's more there's bummers. That's always... what I'm
1: here for. I'm here to bum y'all the fuck There's out. always
0: that's... another bummer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 2021 there's always another bummer that's um, that's funny <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so well i i'm here to lift y'all back up temporarily uh, up. we've got wind again wind is back Yay. sweet baby wind uh number 6 by uh james tyne in the fourth and michael dialinis um
2: so, bright and yeah, so pretty. wind is
1: back is this take picks up where the last story arc t- uh left off where uh it's wind his crush thorn uh thorn's boyfriend, the prince and win's sister, I forget her name Maggie i want to say um and they're all on a boat escaping to um the the north the town northport northport I was like north town, yeah northport uh where they'll have a little bit of a sanctuary hopefully um since yeah his
2: know... um the prince's uncle lives there.
1: Yeah, we, so, we yeah, learned. we find out a lot more. There's a lot more, like, palace intrigue in this issue, which is really cool. It's exploring all of the different realms. Um, so we find out that...
4: The king sucks. Not only... <laughs> the king huh, sucks. The yeah. king sucks.
1: <laughs> not only does the king suck, the king's brother was exiled, um, so he's the duke, and so that's where the, that's who they're going to, like, the of liaison yeah. with. Yeah. Um, so... We also find out that the king is teaming up with the vampire kingdom to scare the shit out of the prince by murdering all the prince's friends and bringing him back. The same vampire return,
2: kingdom that where the bandage man came from. Yep.
1: Yeah, and it's the, the the queen of the vampire kingdom is the bandage man's sister. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like, there's a lot of weird racism going on because like. Yeah the, the the king is talking to the vampire queen and he's like well at least your brother had the decency to to wrap himself up his his horrible weird blood face and she's like yeah i never said i was a decent woman fuck you um, <laughs> but she agrees to to return the prince and slaughter all of his friends in return for the technology to make the pipe town so so the vampires want to make their own pipe town um, so that's pretty cool <laughs> um so yeah so that's like the palace intrigue that's going on is like this tenuous like really reluctant agreement between uh Pipe Town and the vampires uh that no one's happy about. <laughs> um so then we cut back to uh uh what's what's his name what's the prince's name? Um shit. Yorick.
2: That's a great qu-
1: Yorick, yeah. Yorick, so thank so you. Prince Yorick convinced wind to give him a ride so he can fly and then york immediately regretted it and <laughs> was just like put me down put me down
3: oh my god put me down <laughs> and then, like
1: falls off and nearly drowns and then he's like why didn't you save me and wind's like i can't swim <laughs> he's like why didn't you talk me out of it why did you I was like it's so it's such a good little like bit um but then the duke's son so Yorick's cousin mm-hmm. um uh, rescues him, and he's just so excited about everything, and wants to talk yeah, a it's lot. Just a and a lot, it's lot just of positive very,
2: energy from this. Such guy. a
1: like he's got like toxic positive energy. He's so happy, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, York is just like real upset over it, and Wind is like, I okay, I don't. You're a lot. I don't know what to do. And then uh, York has this like cute little assistant named Teak, who uh, has a like immediate crush on Wind. That's really cute. Um, yeah, and Teak's like, hey, I'm going to save you uh, a seat at the at the dinner table. You want to come? And then Wynn's like, uh, uh, okay. And then later on, he's talking to his sister, and he's like, I, there's a person over there that I met that's saving me a seat. They really want to sit next to me? And, and she's like, oh, that's good. You should make new friends. And he's like, but I already wanted to sit next to someone being Thorn. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you got yourself a cute little love triangle going on. Like, Thorn's taken, baby boy. You gotta, you gotta move on. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet baby wind um and there's also so, a real a couple really cool moments where um wind is like like first we get like the origin story uh that his his adopted mom already told um but we get to see it where like his you know he was left at the pipe town like entrance and she was a guard and she like rescued him um and there's like these like wyvern shadow creatures um like lingering over as he's like, like
4: being left crow-ish, there Crowish, wish right
1: they they kind of look like like griffins or yeah mm. i don't know Some, yeah like yeah. crow griffins crowfen uh, they also crowfins. showed up
4: uh in the current timeline on the
1: exactly yeah so like later on you know as he's flying cuz he's flying from the duke's sunship back to where his friends are and uh he like Sees them for a second, but then is kind of like blinded by the sunlight, and he's like, oh, "I guess I was just imagining something." It's just like, boy, you live in a fucked up, crazy magic world. So why would you just assume that you were imagining that? <laughs> like, <laughs> those are clearly like his parents or somebody similar. Um, and yeah, so basically, the issue leaves off with uh, vampire the vampires,
3: vampires, vampire, vampire, submarines. Submarines. vampire
4: yeah. submarines, How did you play? Yeah,
3: <laughs> they live in the, the vampirium.
1: That's my favorite place ever. Okay? <laughs> I want to live in the vampirium. It's the greatest name for fantasy land. Also, it makes so much sense that vampires would have submarines because yeah. they can't go out on the deck I just, of a yeah, ship. I like
4: when the queen comes out and like, the guy's just holding an umbrella over
3: her. Yeah. A bunch <laughs> of
0: underwater Draculas.
3: <laughs> underwater draculas! Scuba Dracula? The scuba oh, so, Dracula. So-
1: some water Dracula. That,
4: that is when a person has way too many G.I. Joe and the guys, the underwater guys end up, you know, the gear ends up on the different G.I. Joes. Not supposed <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Toys got all swapped around.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh,
2: my
1: God. Yeah, no, this is fucking cool. I'm so glad it's back and I'm so glad we're exploring the, the wind world. Yeah. The, the world wind.
3: Oh,
0: the world in which wind, never mind.
2: <laughs> Exists.
1: No, broke the the alliteration. Yeah,
2: I did. We're moving on now. <laughs> <laughs> so right,
1: shouts. Right, yeah, we got we got shoutouts. Uh, uh, yeah, I also really enjoyed. Um, there's a shout out for Eve number one. Uh, by uh Victor LaVale Uh, Jo Mi Young. Joe Mi Young, Joe I think. I have got to fuck that up. I I apologize. Um and Colors by Britney Pier. Um So yeah, this is really cool. It's like super post-apocalyptic. Um we get this whole like backstory of this girl Eve and it starts out with her like on an island and it's like her and her dad and it's like clearly they're isolated. Clearly it's like post-apocalyptic. But then she wakes up after being in the like bacta tank. I can't describe back-ta-tank. it as anything tank. else other than a <laughs> And like turns out that might have all been like simulated memories we have like no idea how long she's been yeah, in that her tank. entire
2: life was a simulation
1: yeah i mean it's implied we don't no, know because the cause bear asked- says
2: it's weird the first time you eat food right now you have to go get rid of it. like she's literally <laughs> never eaten food
4: before
1: oh wow her- yeah okay um yeah but also she has a a robot teddy bear as her guardian Uh, that it's like he's like yeah I took the form of an android I took the form of something that uh, I thought you would be comfortable with and she's like no it's still creepy and weird
4: <laughs> especially when it grows giant like five foot metal legs out of it
2: so this <laughs> is just like,
0: the <laughs> Stanley Kubrick parts of AI
2: oh <laughs> yeah it's like mm-hmm. I like how the bear jokes it's like soon you'll get you'll be strong enough to carry me and she's like really he's like no I weigh 372 pounds <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, line. there's a lot
1: of there's a lot of really good world building and character building just in this
2: first issue. Yeah.
1: Um it leaves every the whole like plot very open ended, but it's it's a very cool start, so I'm really excited to see where this goes.
2: Yeah, it's wild. The whole idea of it is just kind of bonkers. And she they eventually you see like the world and it's just flooded.
1: Oh yeah, she's in Manhattan and it is just underwater.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's when just, you need those Dracula submarines. Mm,
2: <laughs>
4: it's true. No, you don't want a Dracula submarine unless you're a Dracula. <laughs> uh,
2: just the idea of just your whole life being a, uh, so
3: weird. I like it.
4: I like it. Not one bit. All right. Uh, well, I have Green Lantern number two by Jeffrey Thorne, Dexter Soy, Marco Santucci, and Alex Sinclair. Um we finally get more of the the mission statement for the book uh which is the guardians have stripped a lot of their power uh their presence of like thousands of sectors and um all the green lanterns have been reassigned and uh john his mission is to take a thousand other lanterns and explore the dark sectors where the guardians don't uh see and have no control over. And he gets to ride in like a cool Green Lantern spaceship. And it's kind of Star Trekky to me. And I love the this premise. Um and then he's he talks to Teen Lantern about uh she cause she's upset that he's leaving. And, I love um, that her
0: name is Teen Lantern.
4: <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> So, yeah, she's upset that he's leaving, and uh, but he's like, you know, you will have Simon, and then uh, John goes away, and Simon uh, starts talking to her, and she's like, "What's wrong with the core battery?" And it's like, "There's nothing wrong with it," and the core battery explodes, leaving uh, Simon unconscious, and her and Teen Lantern over her body or over his body, and um, looks up, and there's Joe from Far Sector. So, oh shit! I know it's really cool. Uh I'm excited to see where the book goes. I like both the both the premises of the whole exploring the dark sectors in a in a ship and whatever happened with the exploded lantern core and Joe showing up because she's great. So yeah, it can't be good though if that's exploded. No, it can't be. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're going to go on a mission far away from the core lantern battery. All right. I got one more.
0: This guy again. One of our
2: favorites. (laughs) I know, right? Contempt. Damn. (laughs) Die number 16 uh, is back. Kieran Gillen and Stephanie Hans back to make us real sad about a lot of things. (laughs) The bummer Um, is back. The bummer is back. We've now, we just catch up uh, with our heroes who are trying to race the die that have been created by this world so they don't go to the core of this earth and merge earth with the die world and everyone dies. And they great. are on that mission now and they all pretty much fucking hate each other. Um, <clears throat> but we get, you know, great book. Looks like now they're burrowing through the earth through the giant body of Jules Verne it appears. And there's unspeakable horrors that uh, lay uh, on their path because the Person they meet right before they go into the big cave scratched his eyeballs out, so he didn't have to see them anymore, so I'm sure this is going to be fantastic for everybody. (laughs) But it's a great catch-up on all the characters and where they're going and all that stuff, so it was a very, um, it felt like It's not a
1: good jumping-on point, but it's a good refresher.
2: Yeah, it felt like almost oversized, because they were really just, like, letting you, like, really- because well, all the characters The at. party
1: was so split For so long That yeah. you kind of Gotta be like Remember these dudes And how Their the relationships To each other You gotta like yeah,
2: it's Bring that back around Ash and Saul Everyone hates them And now know. The grief knight Is in charge Because <laughs> he Went and got another sword That made, He has a, a Grief sword And an anger sword So There's a line <laughs> in there like Can you handle this? He's like Yeah I'm always sad And I'm always angry So I got this <laughs> And I'm just Dude, I'm, same. I'm tired of being both, basically, is what he says. Dude same. Yeah.
1: So
4: he's Where's my
1: grief sword? I already hey, have an anger sword.
4: If you hold those long enough, you just turn into Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the trick. I'm
0: always angry and so. Well, Casey, we, remember we had that, that conversation we were gonna learn blacksmithing?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, way to bring that yeah. back. I haven't been saving any blood.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, we were having a conversation to see if you could forge a blade out of blood. You- I like, save literally. all
2: of my blood. What are you? Well, yeah, I keep it specifically, right in well,
1: Specifically, we were talking about forging a blade from menstrual blood. There it blood. is. I didn't
0: want to say it, but here we are. I
1: don't. I can say it. I have menstrual I blood. I'll talk about menstrual
0: it. blood. I, I do, don't it, like this. Yep. <laughs> I regret hey. breaking it up.
1: No. I will go on my fucking soapbox again that menstrual blood is perfectly natural and okay to talk about and polite conversation. Yeah, but we're
0: talking about forging it into a blade. That's just fucking cool. You brought I this know. up. This well, is well, your we, fault. We, this, was, this was one of our comic shop conversations where, where yeah. we got on the topic of blood is made of mostly iron, right? There's a yeah, lot yeah. of iron in blood
1: So how much blood would you need to distill a blade Where can we get large portions of blood
2: need, You would need literally monthly. thousands of
0: people
1: Yeah 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 No, It would <laughs> take I like your whole life. I think we, probably we actually did lifetime. the
0: math That we're like holy shit that's a lot of blood Because there's
2: a lot of iron in your blood But it's mostly liquid So so
1: what I'm asking is for all of our, our uh, we, I our
0: don't want this call to action that I'm, have
1: I'm, uterus No no <laughs> You need <laughs> male me your down. menstrual blood
0: You need a whole vampirium yeah
1: <laughs> I need set, a sub, set, vampire submarine uh, to fill
0: yeah. with menstruals. Please, sentence. I beg you listeners at home, do not send us any <laughs> fluids <laughs> that come out of your body. We don't need any of that. <laughs>
3: <It's> <laughs> like especially especially
0: Especially Bucky with the for year yourself. we've had Only I... if you're vaccinated though.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know you're COVID vaccinated. I don't want your COVID blood.
0: Good <laughs> lord! I don't know how much of this conversation I'm going to keep. This is horrible and disgusting.
1: You brought this I, into I know. Your fault. It's also hysterical. Is funny. In...
2: Nah, we got plenty of time. We're good. We're gonna
0: solve. If, gonna if make you it... cut
1: this out of the show, I'm gonna bring up menstruation in every oh, single God, episode. I hate
0: you so much, Casey. <laughs> She'll do it.
1: Yeah, don't fucking test the me. I will. Stop. Ah! Stop. No, you can't cut it. That's a good pun. Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, top, no transition. what a lead you in for our top story. No, that God. wasn't even a
0: transition in and of itself. We got a hard pivot. There is no transition. Speaking no of no. unspeakable horrors. Oh
1: my, <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, yeah. Bring it down. Got to talk about a very serious book.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, oh, my God.
1: The Good Asian Number One is fantastic and tragic, and I'm just gonna talk about the atrocities of the American government for right, the rest of get, this
2: episode. You get 30 seconds.
1: Go. Oh 30 no! Seconds.
3: Oh my it's god! Bad.
1: All right. So for real though, there is a whole page that that uh, lays out all of the different like times that yeah they catch you up real quick. Yeah, specifically the Chinese immigrants have been banned, or uh, you know, like different like versions of the Chinese ban. Yeah, and the first one is 1882. Uh, they're blamed for the 1874 depression. Also, I want to point out that Teddy Roosevelt specifically and explicitly said that he wanted to prevent Chin- the like the Chinese horde, I believe, was his like specific words, from taking over the West Coast. Which is also why he built the Panama Canal so that white people could more easily. S- float over to the West Coast to colonize it before the Chinese could. That is why they were banned. It is well documented, the racism of fucking Teddy rose Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, he was not... Um... He was not shy about manifest destiny. Liking. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, he was like the almost the physical embodiment of that mentality. Yeah,
1: and I also want to point out He's that the closest majority thing to of people a real
0: life Scrooge McDuck I think we've ever had.
1: <laughs> uh, you th- uh, every president is so close to being a Scrooge McDuck, but
2: specifically
0: Roosevelt. Roosevelt. I mean, yeah, like, he
2: had the monocle and everything, yeah, and he, yeah. he
0: had that like bootstraps like i'm just gonna be in the old west for a while kind of i mean we're yeah, probably just just going yeah, for three him.
4: presidents away from electing an actual duck so <laughs> <I> mean,
2: <laughs> howard or scrooge let's fucking do no. it yeah
1: and, and and while we're on the crimes of teddy roosevelt the entire panama canal was, on, on? was 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 primarily Christ. initially built by chinese immigrants which is super ironic and the conditions were so bad that almost all of them killed themselves if they didn't actually die doing the work. That's the reason we don't have a massive Chinese population in Panama right now. Like, woo, it's fucked up. It's real so fucked we, up. That's they actually- also built
0: the railroad that, that connected the east and west.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, like I. It, it sucks that the circumstances in which we are living right now is that, like, AAPIs are being like, like hurt in like really unspeakable ways, and being like uh, unspeakably, you know, like victims of hate yeah. crimes and of of uh, you know racism. But at least people are talking about the horrible atrocities that have always been perpetrated against Asian people in this country. Uh, I feel like the african-american slavery is very obvious and it's like something we can't ignore but we have managed to ignore the way that we've exploited chinese people in this yeah we
0: need we needed Um, this book now more than ever
1: exactly and like this was clearly written before the rash of like aapi like hate crimes that have happened in the last couple weeks that, that have like finally gotten like mainstream media attention so you know like yeah, clearly this is a problem well, that we've I mean, been having for, I don't know, the entire inception of yeah, our country and <laughs> But like
0: like the The hate crimes have been in the media in the last few weeks, but there's plenty of Asian Americans who've been experiencing this firsthand their for whole lives. I, yeah, some their whole lives, but like especially this fever pitch. For the last, like, year and a half, it's gotten...
1: Oh, yeah, you know, uh, what What possible uh, detriment could we have by calling it a Chinese
3: virus? Right. That's not going to hurt and any And then tripling and
0: quadrupling down on it.
1: So leading into that, uh, leading out of all of that horrific history, is the story of... Um, I forgot his name. Detective Pissiness. Um-
3: <laughs> <laughs> Detective Pissiness.
1: Edison Hark... Who is one of the first Asian <laughs> oh, uh, uh, so detectives, good. Asian police officers in San Francisco in 1936? So, this is a super hard
4: boiled, super this is like, noir story. This is like Raymond Chandler, like Philip Marlowe noir.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is It is excellent noir and it is excellent r- racial
4: deconstruction.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, it's uh, simultaneously both very well. And, like, yeah, we we kind of go through Edison Hark's, like, history with, like, he was, um, like, he was kind of taken in by a rich white benefactor after his mom died, and this rich white benefactor had, like, a secret Asian, like, love child, and it's like, hmm, I wonder if, uh, I wonder who my dad was, is kind of, like, the vibe, um, that that you're getting mm. from it, so, like, potentially this is actually his dad. Um... And yeah, it's just, it's him going through being a cop and having to put up with the racism of white cops and like towing their line while trying to do what's best for the Chinese community. Um, but also kind of being
0: really, a total narc. Like,
1: oh yeah, no, he's being a narc, but he's like trying to minimize well, damage. Still, he's it's, still a cop. It, oh, he's a cop, yeah. And, it, and it's that whole, like, I'm going to fix it from the inside, but there's mm. only so much you can do. Kind yeah, of the a good vibe. So, like,
2: people is he. They're going to a family. It's another. It's a Chinese family. But he's a good cop, and he's really. He figures out. Yeah, you know, he's good. This his partner's gonna arrest all three of these people if he figures out what's happening. So he just kind of outs the one, the the father of the house, saying like, "Yo." You guys are fighting because you guys dope, right? And then he just bolts, so instead of all of them getting arrested, just the father's gonna get arrested?
1: Yeah, because he figures out, like, he's watching the father, and he sees where his eyes are going to, and he's like, oh yeah, he's on dope, and the stash is over there, so like, they just arrest and, and then like he talks to the the wife and and kid and he's like yo that dude was going to like let you all go down for this like why for don't you tell me what i need to know like, yeah know. for like yeah like so like what the fuck so why don't you tell me what i need to know so i can continue to protect you from that racist monster that was going to definitely arrest you
0: i i really uh, like these um these pages when he's like being a detective yeah and it's yeah, like it's like black really and white well. and then they have these like Red squares over the things that he's noticing. It's yeah. pretty cool.
1: Yeah. No, the the way that they like showed his detectivizing yeah. was really is detecting. Really good. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah and uh, calling back to to what RJ said earlier. Um, at the like as they're arresting the the dope fiend dad. Um, the um, the the racist white dude is like. Yeah, what a class act. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? And then uh, <laughs> the, uh, our, de- oh. our detective says, like, I think Junior pissed in my mitts because, <laughs> you know, the stink's not leaving all day. I'll just be detective pissy mitts. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah. Like, and uh, He talks about, like, he, he makes people laugh to disarm them. So it's a way for him to get through as well. Yeah. No,
1: he said, like, and then the next, the, the, the narration boxes is there. Smile means empathy, whether they know it or not. And with some well greased hands, it's a start. So like the way you ingratiate yourself to these other cops is by being one of them, getting them to laugh, getting them to like trust you and like you know, like Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 definitely being a narc, but he's at least I don't know, like you know, it it's it definitely pulls up that, that whole like we've talked about it before, we were talking about it with uh Renee Montoya, and it's like um i I don't necessarily want my oppression to be like d- culturally diverse <laughs> and like you know like all these different like ethnicities and and like sexual orientations, and it's just like, yeah, but also having people on the force that aren't racist white dudes can help. It's a start
0: i I do really love the voice of this book, yeah. Like I, <laughs> I read this entire book in that like James Cagney kind yeah. of cadence.
1: Oh, absolutely! It's very, very hard boiled noir. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, it it was like in like it it was like a, such a stark difference from his like. Uh, character who's actually speaking yeah but the na- the narration is much bleaker about what's going on it's like it's him doing this and he's like yeah he's joking around but then he's like yeah i had to do that to survive like it's and, a very di- a- big huge tone shift every single
0: time to really explain how terrible everything is and there's a couple moments where like he's interacting with with young kids and like trying to like reassure mm. them and then like yeah the narration boxes are like and there i go there here i am lying again
1: yeah yeah that that whole introduction yeah. was him in a um detention center like that is mi- meant to like be the in between of so, like vetting uh immigrants that like they're who they're trying to allow into the country and who they're trying to like make sure making sure that they are who they say they are and it like it could take weeks, if not months and in the, the the like interview process is sometimes like fifty questions, like where was your house which how many windows were in it yeah. so It's like in
2: said uh, yeah. yeah, insane up, questions hundred um, some they said, uh, they were talking about yeah he's talking he to this kid,
1: and the kid's been there for two weeks. And then, the, yeah, they come. The you know, like, oh, why didn't you tell me who you were? And he's like, I don't want, I don't want special treatment. Like, what the fuck? Let these people go first. And he's like, No, yeah. no, no,
2: come on, you, you,
1: you didn't tell me that you know that rich white guy. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. So like, even the the like, <laughs> even yeah. though he's still experiencing uh, the oppression of being an Asian American in San Francisco, nineteen thirty six, he's still getting like like trickle down white privilege from being like in this adopted yeah, yeah he's got like he's
0: yeah he, he he's, has connections keeps getting pushed to the front yeah. of the line he's got like a fast pass yeah like
1: um so the dichotomy of that is yeah. cool where it's like he has enough privilege to be in these spaces but is still trying to survive as an outsider as like an other um and still trying to just do his job. Yeah, and, and, well and, and his job, the the case that they're on is this missing girl. Um,
2: well, he gets the missing girl is brought yeah. to him by so his a, yeah. adopted brother. No, you... um, yeah, and they're looking for the uh, is the maid of the, his adoptive father, who's now who has fallen ill since she's disappeared. And they're like, all right, well, we need to find her because clearly and She's and he was in love that was with keeping her keeping him up so, and about so
3: what's
0: yeah. We, yeah that that's that's some powerful stuff to be um, in a literal so coma he's and they like been hired. what if his side piece will bring him out of it
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah it says a lot of, yeah. i feel like that <laughs> says a lot about this woman <laughs> that we don't know
3: yet that's, uh, that's as, some just healing
0: a, medicine person, yeah. you know that's some powerful stuff
2: yeah Dude, and then we gotta get some flashbacks about his childhood. Like his the brother was always very well, always welcoming, but he had a like an adoptive sister who it was, was the just fucking worst. Yeah, fucking <laughs> brutal.
3: Yeah, yeah just there's straight this up weird juxtaposition it's like, where he's Jesus looking at this Christ.
0: painting of them as kids, and then flashes immediately mm-hmm. to her looking at him and going, "You're not my brother. You're just some trash dad brought home." It's like. Good
1: and and, and still this like little blonde, cute like dough headed like you know
3: like yeah. the little cutesy
2: girl, yeah. and
1: it's like oh yeah, she's saying some monstrous shit. Yeah, yeah,
3: oh, that's some
2: sad- Yeah, right, exactly. So yeah, so he ends up taking the case and heading down and trying to figure out like the last um kind of the last place that she has been seen, and I think and then he comes upon. Right across the street, or the opposite number, which is interesting, the opposite number street of where he was going, there's a raid on this, um... I don't even know what the actual place was. I guess it was just a raid f- looking yeah, for... Yeah, yeah,
3: it was, it was an ice raid, actually. Pre-ice or ice raid. like
0: that. Yeah. Water raid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> damn it.
0: I I hesitated to say that joke. Yeah, you but You said that very trepidatiously. There was part of my brain that said, don't fucking say that joke.
3: <laughs>
2: You said that. You said it with regret. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's a gang. <laughs> it slipped out of my mouth.
2: Yeah. There's a gang that they think is coming back. That's their excuse. So like their reasoning that they're kind of doing it is that the 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 tongs, the gang that may have been in this area is coming back. So they're like cracking down. Like obviously it's fucking bullshit, <laughs> right? But like uh, this whole time he's like w- trying to see what's going on. He works his way through it, then just gets distracted <laughs> by some white ladies, with some big old titties. He's just like, yo. That's I also that's my have type. a bit of a uh, prediction So I'm gonna go there. see what's going on with these people.
1: So it's it's him seeing these these hot babes, and then it's interspersed with like clearly memories of him sleeping with a white woman. I believe that is his
4: adopted sister. Yeah, the woman he slept with.
0: Oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh, he
4: got old
1: boyed. Mm-hmm. To- I have a.
4: Oh, some I mean, it's,
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. I, oh. I that's my prediction. I don't know. I that's that's. I feel like there's going to be a twist like that, where like yeah, she is a racist monster, but they like okay. had a breakthrough of like sexual tension or something. Like or I, I just- feel like.
0: Sh- Hate sex is a thing. Yeah, or,
1: it is a thing. It is a thing. And and being sexually yeah, attracted man. to someone does not make you not racist. So you can be both. Uh, and you
0: can be yeah, sexually right, attracted yeah. to someone you can't stand. It's a thing. <laughs> it happens. Well, I guess his
4: adoptive sister. So it's more like nightcrawler. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. There
0: it is. <laughs> Gross.
4: <laughs> yeah, nightcrawler, stop that.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting here while there's raids going on, just thinking about like, yeah. That was awesome. I was like, "This is kind of a this is kind of an odd moment." Yeah.
1: Speed of odd moments. The next moment is oh,
2: this poor this. There's just a kid
1: sitting outside the raid nervously, and he's just like, "Hmm."
2: Well, he's sitting out of the address that he's heading to, watching the raid. It's like all and like yeah, like uh, hopefully no one sees me. And kind of to Adam's point earlier, when he's talking to the kid, he's like. He knows. He sees a kid. He's like, "Oh, hey, what's going on?" It's like, and he shows him the badge. He's like, he thinks everything. It's the opposite. Kids have the opposite reaction. They immediately trust me, and they're excited, and they're not afraid. And I immediately start lying to him. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah,
0: because they're not fuck. old enough to know what the badge means."
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like Jesus Christ, especially speci- you know that so many layers to that. I yep. feel like, we- <laughs> um, but then he realizes that he's like on on watch for something and notices like. Like there's a latch undone for like one of those like under bilco doors. Know, what the fuck? Thank you. That, I knew you'd know the a name to that. <laughs> um, especially in this neighborhood, it's like no one in this neighborhood would leave this unlocked unless they wanted they it to tr- be found. They wanted it to be figured out. And he walks in and sees a body just covered in maggots, um, with a with a like a hatchet right in the middle of it. And it's just like uh, okay.
1: Yeah, this dude's having a having maggot party <laughs> in his face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and and He's had so many tiny invites.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jesus so Christ. many. Everyone's invited. To, I kind of like the art how uh, the panels are set up because like it's like tilted almost, so the background is just maggots. Yep. too.
3: Mm-hmm. It's There's like, a lot of like uh, really creepy.
4: Like zooming in on small details, but like flashing it in front of your face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the like the a movie. The
1: panel layout is, is super interesting yeah, for this whole look.
2: Yeah. It's where we see the detective y thing again. And he figures that it's a white dude. Yep. And um, it appears he may have been killed by the Tongs, this gang that they've been trying mm-hmm. to track down. So he immediately realizes, like, this is going to be terrible for everybody. Yeah. Like, I have to figure out how to cover this up. In yeah. some way, because yeah. no one is going. I have to minimize
1: the collateral damage that's about to explode. Because clearly, this kid found this, and I can't let him go down for something and, like
2: this. And if they figure out that, uh, um, you know, this Chinese American, like, this Chinese gang killed a, a a white person in San Francisco, Hell like, they're, they're going gonna to destroy loose. Chinatown. Oh, yeah. in, exactly. So, yeah. like, that's the other half they're of his brain screaming. It. It's like, fuck, yeah, like we're so screwed.
0: At that point, um, he's just like, just don't g- ever go down there. Just don't go down there. Yeah.
2: Well, of course, um, right at that moment, his partner shows up. He's like, hey, what,
0: what you doing? What you got like, there? Nothing. There's fucker. nothing down there. There's no reason to go down there. How are you? Yeah, no, it's fine.
1: <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's a normal <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's
2: pretty much where it comes up. And he's basically trying to figure out how he can prevent his partner from figuring this out so yeah chinatown just doesn't get burnt to the ground by everybody
3: yeah constantly. and he
1: just has to watch his partner abusing a child and just kind of sit idly by because he's like well at least he's not he hasn't found the basement yet yeah because that kid's
2: gonna have a way worse day if he does uh, yeah
1: but he's gonna have a bad day either way because i just have to let him abuse a small child for no reason and yeah, like he's like do- he's like holding him up by his wrists and the kid's yeah. crying and nasty, like pleading for help and he's just like oh no. fuck uh, yeah
2: yeah lots of not great things in this book um, um yeah
1: but it's it's a perspective that's important i feel like uh i would agree with that yeah that, for sure you know like as comics start to be a little bit more uh having marginalized voices in it you know like i think comics have finally realized like oh all marginalized voices not just like
2: not just the ones we want to, yeah
1: hear. exactly not not just like the, the like the 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 safe the ones. cool like ones. i yeah, feel like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly like oh we have gay guys and we have black dudes but like oh shit there's also other marginalized voices that aren't getting heard and i feel like um like this year specifically uh asian americans and aapis are like getting a voice in comics they're getting the spotlight in a real 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 way and that's important and enlightening because it's it's definitely cultures that we in general aren't aren't exposed to enough and i feel like you know
2: yeah and this is a book like you're i think you had mentioned it like it's coming out at maybe too perfect of a time
1: yeah no it's it's truly yeah it's it's a lot and like yeah like i said it's got like the historical context of uh all the horrible things that have happened plus giving it a really interesting like you know like like noir is great and there are tons of great noir stories with white dudes and that's fine but like how much more interesting is this? Like, it's so more complex.
2: You have so many more things lurking around the corner in this noir story because of just who the protagonist is.
1: Exactly, yeah. Like, like, he he could be assaulted from all sides it's not just like ah the yep. dame is bad news it's like the dame is bad news <laughs> also the gang and the white cops and like yeah, literally
2: everyone he talks to in his life could turn on him at any moment
1: literally and yeah. like we don't even know anything about his rich white family and we don't know it yeah there's like a yeah. lot going on that makes it just so much more dynamic like makes it a fascinating story i can't read it. Wait- can't wait yeah. to read more
2: and as we touched in a lot of it there's a lot of topics for lively debate be, that could go for hours and maybe it'll be our spinoff podcast <laughs> where Casey just sits me down and doesn't let me talk and just yeah, yells just about everything. Yeah, Casey just tells
0: us what.
3: Yeah, I, she just It's called I, tells am, tells I tell, tell You, you What with that. Casey Crawford. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what. T- I'll, tell, I'll you tell, what. tell you what. what. <laughs>
2: um, that'll be, a, lo- that'll be like a probably 30, 40 part series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maybe maybe we'll get that At uh, least that's Maybe that'll be one of our Patreons. (laughs)
1: You have to pay for the privilege of me screaming at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I have. A, there's a job in there somewhere. I, that, that's a money making endeavor. That
2: feels like a job. I don't know whose job, but it feels <laughs> like a job.
1: I I was implying that it's a dom's job, <laughs> dominatrix. Oh, that's fair. Whoa. All right. But it's but instead of sexualizing uh, and and uh, demoralizing you, I'm just going to scream just... at you about class politics.
2: Yeah. Is just that? It's almost
0: Jeez. borderline motivational. That speakers. is that is I, someone's. I did... can- and if you're out there
1: (laughs) i did i i have heard of multiple dominatrixes who their entire client base is like conservative white dudes who want her to force them to read leftist literature and like they have to go do homework and that is like legitimately their king It's just like teach me more about being a commie mistress and she's like yeah, no, and now you're going to donate to The Last Prisoner Project because you're such a fucking awful rich piece but of that, shit. But that's still like, yes fucked am, up because
0: that's still a person of influence who's not going to learn any of that and is going to continue being... No,
1: no, according to the sex workers, they are, like, actually learning things and they're actually listening. <laughs> you know some like, interesting
0: people, Casey.
1: I do. <laughs> no, yeah, It's I, it's like such a cool job that I would never have the guts to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. That's
2: <laughs> yeah, that seems, that's a very specific skill I would set be the worst. At I have a
1: very
4: specific set of
0: skills. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know, what do you want to do? i
4: was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <is> a dominatrix. <laughs> that's that's going to be my underground comic zine. <laughs> 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 it's like Garfield
0: strips, but but, but me as a dom?
4: Uh, the dominatrix.
0: Just me as the, the like, worst. Dumb. Ran-
4: random wacky scenario. Is that cool with you?
0: But, <laughs> but that, that's, that's their kink is is they like being ripped off by like not very <laughs> <bad> satisfying dominatrix. <laughs>
1: dominatrixes. Oh no! Like a really indecisive and like <laughs> where did this go? This took this took the absolute
0: weirdest turn.
1: <laughs> that's what i'm here for
0: that's what we do here Weird
1: i'm glad this is one stories. of those weeks
0: where we probably have a bunch of new listeners so if you're still here <laughs> join our patreon I'm sorry
1: this remember where i said i'm sorry at the end of this or at the beginning of this that's well this welcome. is why
0: this is where we are uh, all
3: right well so join our
0: patreon um <laughs> Hear us yell about other stuff. Yo, about, if you want shows. a
1: Patreon of me screaming about why everything is bad, like at me, because I am, I am interested. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> All right, y'all want to? You don't want to look at what does come yeah, next? Yeah,
0: let's. Sure. Why the fuck not? Let's get this week's uh, comics.
1: We got uh, Batman the Detective number two. We got Batman or Legends three. We've got. Uh, oh, speaking three. of which, the um. The DC's Festival uh, of... Uh, I forgot what it's exactly called. Um, where did, what is the name? Festival of Heroes. It's uh, a spotlight on Asian creators and Asian characters in the DC universe. So that's no, super cool. Speaking
2: of which... Is an issue that's coming out? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That um, oh, looks so like that's, that's, X-Corp. Ah, oh, finally.
1: Finally, X-Corp.
2: Ice Cream Man. Um, nice, no noise, noise. Silver Coins, Silk. Oh, silver, oh coin. silver coin! Nice. Yes. X Factor. Nice. Uh, what else we got? Wonder Woman. Awesome. Proctor Valley Road. Carmen.
1: Uh, another issue of Joker. Uh,
2: New number one by Declan Shalvey. Time before time. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: I, I got to read the PDF of that, like a like a promo it, copy. Looks it was pretty super dope. Super good.
2: Uh, Black Hammer Visions. Nice. So that looks cool. A lot of good stuff coming out.
1: Yeah, something from Aftershock called Silver City. Don't know what that is.
2: Looks kinda oh, nice. kinda of, uh, kind steampunk. The Black Hammer um issue is Mariko Tamaki.
1: Ooh, that's fun. So like another
2: it. name that's definitely familiar if you've been listening for the last <laughs> couple of weeks.
3: Alright, cool.
2: Yeah, that's about all I see. Looks pretty good though. Should be should be fun week as always
0: well that's this week's comics and someday soon they will be last week's comics and that's when you'll hear us talk about them on this show uh make sure you join us on twitter and instagram at last week's comics um join join our patreon uh we we've got a ton of cool content uh that's just for our patreon listeners that uh is a lot of fun uh, we, we got to talk about Batman the Animated Series on a, a small season of um, Dueling Genre Versus that I got to host with uh, some of the people you've heard today, uh, and a bunch of other people from the Dueling Genre crew. Uh, I was actually just on last week's episode of Theme Park This, their, uh, their season premiere. of uh, we, we got to build an imaginary theme park for the Muppets. Oh, that's fun! That was a lot of fun. I ha- I really loved that show. That was a blast. Um, so yeah, uh, go go listen to to stuff on dueling genre. We got all kinds of stuff for all kinds of people. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, support your local comic shop. Uh, take care of yourselves. Go get fucking vaccinated. Uh, do the thing. Everyone's got to do the thing. Do the thing. Uh, for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ. This is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.